If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. All right. And we are live. And welcome to the San Francisco 49er Championship Super Bowl <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Ooh, the tie's so clean. So clean. Ooh. Takes up my whole window. It's just the whole window. We per- we party ready. Party ready. Yeah. We're a bunch of chads here. Just a bunch uh, of chads. You know, you know. And welcome. Yes. On that Thursday evening. Other thing we talk about, campfire. Yeah, we do two things. We're 49er fans and we play games. That's, that's Absolutely. What we do. Shout out to the Cheetah and shout out to Ty Guy Travis. So, E, what's going on with you, man? How you been? Uh, better. <laughs> I've been better. Um, oh, yes, 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 yes. So, what's going on? Uh, it was kind of like Sunday night. Um, Raya like didn't finish her mo- didn't finish her food, which none of our dogs do that. They eat way too fast usually. Mm. Um, and usually, if you take to the dog, the vet, they ask like, "Hey, how's their bathroom stuff? Are they eating and drinking normally? How's the energy level?" Those are the main questions. So, when not eating, I was like, "Okay, didn't finish the meal." Next day, same thing. So we got a vet appointment for Tuesday morning, went in, and blood work was really, really, really bad. Um, mm. Red blood cell count was just dangerously low, basically. Mm. Um, so right now we have her on a steroid okay. um, to try and help. So she's eating more and drinking more. I've got follow-up blood work to see if that's kind of normalizing a little bit, but it's... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they were talking about, like, a blood transfusion, which is cost prohibitive at that point. I mean, you take them to a pet hospital and you do that, that's half a car. Um, So that one's kind of not in the realm of possibility. So Mm -hmm. she's coming up on 12 this year. She would be 12 in June. So, I mean, she's she's older, but the way she's been, I mean, she has the autoimmune disease. You never know it by looking at her. We had gone through a couple of medications. So she got, like, she was leaner before, like, fluffiness-wise. She's a husky. They're all fluffy. But she went, like, extra fluff. Oh, one mm-hmm. of the medications we put her on, but it also like her gums like overgrew kind of thing. So like everything mm-hmm. was just doing too much. So we took her off of that, but mm-hmm. she's been on one just for maintenance and like her white blood cell count wasn't the highest, but it was just kind of maintenance mode, but everything was like good. Right. So we thought we were good for a while and this just kind of came out of nowhere. So, yeah, that sucks. Um, yeah. so right. my wife and I had a um, rough couple of days and we'll see how tomorrow goes, but yeah, kind of at this point, we just don't know how much time we have left with her, and it sucks. Yeah, yeah <laughs> no. that sucks. That's, I got the, the pleasure of, of meeting Ryan. I, I yep. remember the sass. I remember, oh, yeah. her, you know, yeah. she had a little attitude when it come through, but then she, she started to warm up, you know, to oh, me. Yeah. But um, no, I, I hear you. That, it, it's tough. And, uh, and for me, 
as a former pet owner, I, I understand that pain. Because to me, they, they just people. Like, it's not... Yeah, I mean, there like, are those family. Are, yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, they're family. So it's like, I get it. Yeah, man. And like I said, best best of luck as far as that situation because I know some of the options that are presented, the only thing that I used to hate when we were in those situations, uh, none of them are guaranteed. Mm, yet they expect the you to spend all this, you know? That, it's tough. It's tough, well, man. That's, and, like, if you do yeah. a blood transfusion, you need to do, like, a autoimmune so like the blood the new blood is in attacked she's already on an autoimmune thing and things have not gone well so it's like so there's absolutely no guarantee and it's also the other thing is we can do a steroid have her at home see how it goes right. or you could leave her in a hospital for four days where she's just not happy and not with us and it was just right a lot of factors kind of went into us not mm. wanting to do that so that was the last couple of days um on top of that mm. i've been just it's February, so I said I was going to be busy, and I may have buried myself in busy, but it's good to be busy, as Travis would say. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And good distractions. Played, yeah, played something. Can't talk about that till next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, played a stress test for Nightingale. Um, I okay. got into, you know, like signed up and was able to get into that. Um, that one's like a, they call it a gas lamp survival game. So if you picture steampunk, where it's okay. all kind of like technology and kind of more mechanical. Yep. This yep. is that kind of a similar era, but like a little bit different look, but incorporating magic. Okay. So it's kind of a different twist on it. Um, and you have your main realm, kind of where your base would be. It's a survival game. So there's, you know, getting your wood and crafting and building a base and stuff. But once you get to a certain point, there are portals you'll go through and you'll put mm-hmm. two cards in with like, what do you want a forest or desert or swamp? And then also kind of some variations on it. And then when you right. go through that, it procedurally generates that world for you. So all of it's procedurally, procedurally generated, which is actually right. really cool. Um, it's in UE 5.3, I think. So Unreal looks pretty mm-hmm. good. Um, it's interesting. It's got, I mean, between Enshrouded, Power World, Lego Fortnite, and this. Yes. I mean, there's a lot of survival out there right now. And I think this one will definitely give people... Again, if they're looking to scratch that survival itch more, if they aren't done with any of the other stuff I said, that this one, while it is busy right now, I think it is doing some cool things. I'll see. It's more of just kind of a different feel and look to it. Um, mm-hmm. It's got some interesting stuff. So got that one. Uh, I played a demo, a little bit of Ultros, which I may play a little bit more of. That's like a really mm-hmm. vibrant. It looks like somebody's on an acid trip in a Metroidvania. It is the <laughs> brightest color palette. It looks psychedelic is the best way I can describe it. Mm. So you got that one. There's a couple other demos because Steam Next Fest is going on right now too. Why does it have to be in February? Yes. Why? Why? Yes. That is not necessary. Always. That is that is not a thing. Um, logged into Destiny for a week, made a video for this week. I logged in once, made a quick video, mm. knocked that out. Um, so I've Did just you been, queen, was it chores? Chores for the queen. Uh, this week wasn't bad. So if you do want a wish token this week, it yeah, is, what is it? Um, go find seven it's ascendant chests. So if you turn on your tincture of queen's foil. You mm-hmm. just go around to different des- like spots of the Dreaming City and platform a little bit for chests. You just do seven of those and you're done. That gotcha. one was almost quicker than the, uh, yeah, the other Lost one. Sector farming one, mm-hmm. if you know where everything's at. Uh, Helldivers, that one came out last okay. this morning. I haven't played it yet, so we'll ask Got about it. that. Skull mm-hmm. and Bones, uh, I'm playing the open beta. I started for a couple hours last night, played that for a couple mm-hmm. hours so far, the open beta is exactly what the closed beta started as. That's all I know so far. <laughs> okay. But the open beta does exist. So if you want to try Skull and Bones, it's different, than the, it's different than one of the open betas, but it is the same thing as the most recent one. Yeah. 
But yes, this is the open beta where if you play, your progress will carry over if you choose to play the full game. Ubisoft, unfortunately, is calling this a quadruple A game, and I laughed. I about fell out of the chair when I, when I saw that tweet. Really? I about fell out. I was like, come I mean, on. I think you have to call it a quadruple A game when it takes 10 years and $200 million to make, and you admit before the game even comes out that you're not, not going to get anywhere close to making that back. Oh, I mean, so, yeah, that's, that's definitely a sunk call. I think they were, what, contractually or government obligation to put that game out? It was something, right? was it i, I heard that, that at some point that the reason it kept going no i feel like they had an agreement with some country that they were gonna like they worked together for something and i think that was one of those that they eventually just had to get it out i think that's why it got pushed so much and so long but kept being a thing because i feel like it's been reinvented twice <laughs> um i'm shocked that thing's still continuing i mean i'm i'm a little bit too but yeah it's it's gonna be a thing um yeah, I'm there's... reviewing it. Let me tell Ooh. you, I've previewed it three times. Two of those times were the beginning part of the game that were completely different each time I played them. Wow. And, and then I also, before I previewed it in its current build, I played it at E3 in 2016, mm. uh, <laughs> which was a completely different game. It was a PvP game. Uh, and then I... Uh, I also did a three-hour preview of the end game. Three hour? No, it was more than that. It was like four or five hours of the end game. Uh, so I have played pretty much all of the high-end activities, and I've played the first season content okay. because they have a full year of seasonal content yeah, already mapped out. Actually, I had a plan for that. Yeah. yeah. Um, wow. And I don't know if this game is going to be good. Mm. So I should tell you that much. I played like 20 hours of this game, including some of the end game, and I don't know if it's going to be good or not. I will say the first Ooh. time I played it, I was surprised it was a game. I was like, wow, this is like a real game. Um, but uh, I just don't know how you, from a life service perspective, keep it entertaining for as yeah. long as they're trying to keep it without anything but ship ship to ship combat. I mean, that's the whole game. Um, yeah, that's the thing is even if you're and, farming uh, resources, it's like all from your ship in these little like kind of mini climbing games or something like, yeah, it's yeah. that's that's all. It's kind of weird. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, so many teams have been passed to this game to work on it over the years. Oh, the opening Ooh. credits is the, insane. The opening credits is hilarious. So it shows cool. like every it shows every Ubisoft team imaginable. It's it like does, yeah. from Ubisoft. France and Montreal and like it just literally Quebec puts up Singapore all the logos and it has like yeah it, I was like why Sing are all I think these Singapore being finished it yeah I think yeah that's they, right. it's because they all worked on it over the years yeah. like I've seen wow. so many different studios be in charge of this game wow and uh yeah I'm starting my review for it I guess I'm technically already in review mode because uh we're playing the beta but um and the beta is is essentially the full game but yeah it's very fun it's nice. interesting uh, the Tales of Kinzera Zao. Oh, yeah. Played that yes, demo. Yes. Um, that mm. game has a lot of heart. I don't know how the mm. combat and everything is going to be. So far, combat feels okay. Um, okay. I don't know. After Prince of Persia for a Metroidvania, like that combat was damn good. Yeah. And while the story was decent, uh, like the story was probably the weaker side, but it's mm -hmm. still pretty good. The combat in Prince of Persia was so, so good. The boss fights. So yeah, um, just coming off of that, too. Yeah, coming off that, Metroidvanias yeah. have it tough. That's why, like, Ultros and Tales of Kinzara Zao, but like I can tell the heart is in Kinzara easily. Mm -hmm. Um yeah. 
from just when you play like five minutes, you can tell there's like a lot of heart in there. It's kind of like, a, it feels a little bit like the Black Panther kind of story yes, going on. Energy. It's kind yeah, of exactly energy. where I got that one. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, all of that happened. I have not mm. touched Suicide Squad. Haven't mm. even booted the game up because I haven't got a chance. Because yeah. I ended up, I did end up getting a code. Thank you, you know, Warner Brothers. I can say that. Um, but they got it to me Friday and that's when I got two other codes and by the time Friday came around, early access had been going for three days and I'd already kind of seen some of the writing on the wall. So have you guys played, looked at, rev- seen reviews, thoughts, anything at all on Suicide Squad? Because I have like four big images up and I was just kind of curious your guys' takes yeah. on that. I saw what IGN def- gave it. So Yeah, I deferred yeah, trap. I, I didn't play with the mess with it. I played the first four hours and... Uh, the combat seemed okay. It was, it was, I was having fun with it. It seems like it asks a lot of the player in terms of stuff you have to learn to get good at that. Okay. Um, the story I really liked. I thought the writing was good and all that. And okay. the reviews I've read have basically been like, the story's good, the campaign is good, but once the campaign's over, the end game is bad. And yeah, to me, that's not that big of a deal because I kind of think of Suicide Squad, like I'm going to play Suicide Squad the same way I play like Mortal Kombat or, you know, Injustice. Uh, in that I'm just going to play the story and then probably never touch it again. And I'm okay with mm-hmm. that. So to me, like I, it seems fine. It seems like yep. it'll be fun and uh, fun to play for a couple hours and then put down. But I'm sure that as a live service game, it, I'm almost certain it probably makes no sense. But again, I haven't gone that far yet. Yeah. So yeah. Some of the stuff um, I, have, I haven't, I haven't put a, I haven't put any uh, ton of time into it, but I will say the opinions I've seen out there from the general public, uh, mm-hmm. people just need to chill out would be my recommendation because yeah. uh they got chill yeah it's like nobody's trying to destroy any companies and i don't think people who are saying they don't like the game are being disingenuous and i don't think mm-hmm. people who, are, who say that they like the game are being disingenuous it's yeah, just, you know you go into this game and if you're looking at it as a live service game you're probably going to see one thing and if you're looking at it as just a story game you're going to see another and right. i just see a lot of opinions that seem to me completely reasonable right my camera just turned off uh, yeah, I think because um, my my editor, I think uh, Lognet, he uh, he really liked it, and um, I think kind of the same points he said, which is like graphics and story for the most part, liked, and then um, the uh, end game, he had some questions there, but he also said um, like he he was having a ball for. I think it's what you said. I think it's a polarizing title in a sense that a lot of people love Rockstar Rocksteady for what they've done in the past, and maybe. I think everyone, some people like, hey, this I didn't really want this. But then the people who actually played it said they really enjoy it. It's such a polarizing gig. I've seen so well, yeah, many varied it, opinions. I, I am seeing some of that of people being like, oh, it's not the game that I wanted them to make, which was another Batman Arkham game. Right. Right. Um, but I don't think that that's the majority of it because mm-hmm. I'm actually seeing the opposite. I'm seeing people or I've seen a lot of people who say like, I like live service games and I don't have a problem with this being a live service game, but I don't think it's a good one. And then there's a lot of people going, you know, I wanted a purely story game and I got the story and the story was good, but then it wanted me to do all this other live service stuff that I'm not into. And so you're kind of getting both sides of the equation saying it's no good. Yeah. From what Um, I've gathered from a couple different views is missions as you go through them, get to be very, very repetitive. It's like, guys on top of three rooftops with barricades and then it's all about kind of your traversal and that's kind of the combination i don't think a lot of people like the shield mechanic you have to because you have guns all the time but then to get your shield back you have to either counter 
and then get up in close and melee to get a shield back or get him to a certain point. So I think the repetitive nature of the missions I've heard, again, haven't played it, but the repetitive nature of the missions is one thing that I will be kind of curious to judge on. And then just kind of the, the story is, when I played the close, whatever the closed thing was that they finally opened the NDA up on, mm -hmm. I was chuckling at the story and the writing. So I think that yeah. will be, I mean, I laughed out loud at some of the stuff because, nice. I mean, the characters are really high fidelity and, you know, the writing's fun and it's rock steady. So I'm not surprised, but I think as an open world live service game, this is not their forte. And I don't, it, from what it sounds like the repetition for the end game, it's like the same three missions right? over and over and over. And then just like different skills. So there's just not a lot of, not a lot of depth to it. And then it just sounds like there's, there's only so much like you can dig into it if you want to, but also looking at like coverage and stuff for it views wise outside of just crapping on it in a review, which is the, the bigger views I see on YouTube videos, the smaller ones like guides and stuff, even for massive channels don't seem to be doing what they should be doing. So that kind of makes me wonder it's probably a decent amount on consoles, but the steam numbers are not that high. I think it peaked at like 13 K and it's like sub 10 K right now for steam which it's a busy time for a lot of games but as big as that is i don't know but the live service thing i do i have a lot of worry about if that's their plan to make it a live service that's the one i we all wondered it's like are you going to come back back to this thing in three months for season two or something and it's like <laughs> raw question. that that seems tough yeah so, so yeah i've been playing some and looking at at some but you know it's like we can kind of can talk about some can't talk about another Travis, what can you talk about? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I can't talk about the game that you're referencing. Yeah, is, you uh, and I both can't. Banisher's Ooh, Ghost of New Eden. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think we're both reviewing that. My review has been done for a while, so yeah. that's he, going live on the 12th. He's um, ahead of then, me. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then, yeah, my next review, Skull and Bones, which, you know, I can talk about because it's openly playable right now yeah. and uh i'm not getting any early access to any of the content because it's on live servers um what else helldivers 2 yeah that's an interesting how is that, one. How is that? How yeah doing? it's fun i mean mm. i i hear that the launch servers are not doing great uh okay. the matchmaking is pretty busted the game crashed on me the game crashed on hogue we're having trouble getting through even like the very beginning of the game Oh, wow. Because Sony doesn't know how to make online games. They don't, they've never done online games and they're publishing this game and they, they're about as bad in, as Nintendo at this stuff. Okay. So, um, I'm, dude, they are. They've got a track record to back that up. I mean, 
What's your favorite Sony published online game? I don't really play online over there. <laughs> yeah. Nobody does. That's because they don't have last, any, dude. Yeah, last time uh, I, I mean, did like some legit. serious all I was like so called. Like Rocket League is probably their best yeah. example. <laughs> I mean, that's not, not Sony published. I know. That's not even is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the only one I can think of that Sony published is Destiny, and that one does not count because it was oh, on yeah, the Sony platform they, and run by a different yeah, company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't think they've homegrown. I can't think of any online games. That's uh, a good point. Okay, it's been that long. So, yeah. yeah, no, they're they're pretty bad at this stuff. So mm-hmm. I I was kind of like, yeah, this is kind of what I expected. I'm sure they will iron it out. But yeah. I played it uh, offline when I went to Sony Studios uh, okay. to preview it, and nice. um, it's super fun. Um, it uh, it's got a my favorite part of the game is is it's very like tongue in cheek satirical yes. yeah. you know alternate yes. earth kind of yes. reality it's, it's very funny and silly funny. and uh starship trooper-esque um mm-hmm. and it's got this really cool thing where you know you're you're kind of a a uh, an extra in an action movie you know in the action movies where the hero's doing crazy stuff and then in the it. background you see like people get like they take one hit and they just die immediately and you're one of those guys uh okay. and so Instead of respawning and having all this health and stuff, basically your characters just die really easily. And then when they're dead, your the living teammates uh, have to enter a code for another drop pod to come in, and you just start playing as a new character. And so you get twenty respawns every level, and you just you know you can go through them, and your characters are just like meat to be grinded up. Uh, and that that tone is really funny. It's got nice. this, my my only problem with it is that I think we played it for three or four hours in the studio and after three or four hours i felt like i'd played pretty much everything like it uses procedurally generated areas and it only has two mobs at least in the build that i played only Mm -hmm. had two mob types which are the robots and the the bugs and once you've seen those guys a couple times and seen them on different difficulties all the levels and missions are kind of very similar on the planet you have some objective like you have to launch some nuclear codes or you have to Mm -hmm. Um, you know, take out a military target or whatever, and then you make your way to an extraction point and you leave. And so it's kind of an extraction shooter uh, with a really irreverent, irreverent and weird tone. Um, and I, I don't know. I, I like it. I wonder how it's going to do as a live service because um, it is pretty repetitive and they don't have a live, live service roadmap. And their, right. their, their devs at their studio told me that when I interviewed them at at the studio they were like wow. yeah we're kind of just gonna they were like hey we're just gonna kind of see how the community reacts and then come up with a plan from there and i was like that's a terrible idea yeah um, yeah sounds interesting yeah i was like that's not how you should do it that's how they that's how they used to do it like what? 15 years ago uh but yeah it's uh we'll see we'll see how that turns out i do think they have something right like okay what i played foundation. i really like i think they've mm-hmm. got a good foundation but um it's just it seems a little light and i'm wondering how long it's going to take for it to feel good long term okay. so no doubt no doubt and that's been it for the most part those those those, those games nice yeah and um, stuff you, could, you obviously can't talk about but yeah i mean yeah, I, I can't talk about but yeah that's uh those, those, those games yeah, so Yakuza? I, yeah finally so i gotta take it out my system so now it's like okay i can dedicate to ichiban and kiryu let's go um gotta be honest what chapter are you on like six, maybe. Nice. So we're about so, the same. Okay, so we're in the same part. So I will say though, it kind of started off a little, little slow, a little, little slow. So the first like, one. Yeah, it's directly from the first one. So 
highly do not recommend if you've not played these games do not jump in with infinite wealth i, I personally can't recommend it because i feel like it certain things are just not going to hit for you and there's not enough action for someone who doesn't know what's going on but i felt like you once need, you're in the chapter okay do you need just like a dragon yeah, or yeah I feel like do you need like yakuza dragon. zero like how far do you have to go no. Okay. No, you, you need, need nothing to... but like a dragon. Thank you. Thank I, I see Chad's on first first actually agree with you on this one because people are like, no, you've got to go through the whole No, thing. that's silly. I mean, I mean you uh you definitely benefit from that stuff. Yes. And I hear the farther you get into the game, there's more fan service. And right. uh if you're going to play one of the Yakuza games, you should play the man who erased his name because yes. that is the most directly Direct. related. But I, but I would ar exactly. I would argue you can absolutely play exactly. like a dragon and then go straight to infinite straight wealth. To infinite wealth. Yes, you, you, I mean you'll miss some stuff, but it's really just not necessary. Agreed. No, I agree. A perfect analysis. That's exactly my thought process on it. So yeah, I, I thought it, you know some cool, some really cool fan service, some really cool stuff. Once you get to Hawaii, it is on. It is on. Now, yeah. I've never been to Hawaii in my life. You this haven't? Place, no, in my life. Like, wow. I can only imagine. I said, let's this feels, this, hey, let's do it after the wedding. <laughs> this feels like, wow, this must be how it's like. Because I spoke to Gene Park about it. He was like, bro, they're all. It's pretty on point. Yeah. It's pretty like, on point. I mean, the, the only thing that is completely off-putting is how much it is Japan. I mean, yes. they don't they don't even try they to hide it, dude. Like, they it. just. They just put Japan, it's like an alternate reality where, you know, Pearl Harbor, they just stayed around afterwards and <laughs> set up camp because it does not feel like part of the United Max. States at all. It's I ridiculous. Agree. But but it, it oh. is very like geographically and yeah. the, the way that it looks when you're walking around, it looks oh, like why. It's yeah. beautiful. I love all the game looks great on HDR with the sunlight and the stuff going on. I just like they've inter they've introduced little silly systems that get you kind of used to the gameplay mechanics, like the whole aloha, um, like talking to everybody thing and, and, and getting them ingratiated with that. All the mini games are off the chain, like really, really good. And I think now where I'm at, the story is heating as to why all the parties are converging in Hawaii. And I love that part. So yeah, it, it's it's really good. Um, I'm trying to think. There's some I don't want to spoil. Yeah, uh, what's up? Uh, the Pokemon game. Oh, I'm addicted to Sujimon. I I put I put maybe <laughs> ten hours into Sujimon, dude. I'm Whoa. all the way. I'm all the I'm way just, at the championship fight. Oh, yeah. I'm, no, I'm, I, I'm I did too. I, okay. I beat all the trainers, but uh, when you when you get to the end of the story, there's a unrelated. Um, combat encounter that requires you to be like in your level 30s to do yeah, it. Yeah, so they you, want you to level you, up. You, you can't complete the... No, not just your Sujimon. I'm talking about Ooh, your your characters have to be level 31. Ooh, and so wow. I'm at the point where all my Sujimon are max level and I could absolutely yeah. destroy the final uh, yes. boss in the yeah. Sujimon. But then right after you mm -hmm. win the Sujimon game, mm -hmm. there's, a, there's an unskippable combat encounter against level 31 enemies that will absolutely destroy you if wow. your characters aren't leveled up, not your Sujimon. Right. And so my Sujimon are fine, but then okay. I can't win the it's combat encounter. So I, yeah. I just have to, I have to wait, wait for my, for me to get much farther and then much I'm going to go back. And finish it. Yeah. I am so glad you said that. Cause this is why I love um, infinite wealth. There is, 
there is difficulty scaling over. There's places oh, yeah. where you're not supposed to be. When you see oh, yeah. dudes with the red and the, the purple crown over their head and they sitting there and they ghouls behind the court, like there's dudes you got to not mess with. That you yeah. and you won't get your ego in there. You're gonna get wrecked. And the thing about it, E, is when you lose, they take almost half your money. Oh. So this is not the game to be. Well, they beat you, you down and then they rob you. And then they rob you. So yeah, like this game makes you feel you, the ATMs, bro. Use those ATMs. Yeah, the AT yeah. You know what's funny? I never. You know what's funny? I've never used the ATM in a Yakuza game. What? My ego. My ego just wouldn't let me. Dude, do are I you insane? Say. I'll scum save like what? no, dude. Throw your throw your money in the deposit and then don't have to sweat it because sometimes uh getting killed can benefit yeah. you because it spawns you in that area with no enemies around you and so if you mm -hmm. have like a mission you have to do it and it could be helpful yeah. but yeah i just i just make use of the deposit box man and the final things i would say it's one of the games that it satisfies my ocd with picking up things searching for things side quests it it, it makes me this is a weird game where i usually don't I'm not really a completionist in open world type of games. Like this game, I want to do it because some of the things are so fun and then they benefit you. They really do. There's a weird side quest. This guy keeps challenging me that, you know, and you get strong and strong. Next time I'm going to get you. And then now he's at the point where I'm like, oh, I got to be like a level 40 something before I could deal with him nope. this time around. So, yeah, the story's heating up. The Kiryu saga, you're starting to learn a lot of things there. And our last point I'll say is this is the part that surprised me the most. The writing for the characters is really good and hilarious. I didn't think I would like the new characters. I thought I was going to, as soon as I get the game, I'm like, I'm going to go wait till I get my old characters back, the Nambas, the Adachis. The cab driver and this, I love them too. One of them is kind of shiesty. The other one, both of them are kind of shiesty in a way. And it just goes well, to yeah, show they're Yeah, it goes to show you the scams that go on in Hawaii. All the hustling that's no, it's a funny game. I really enjoy this game, man. So yeah, I will say when it comes to the writing, I have all of the compliments everyone else has given of like, it is good. It is extremely overwritten. Overwritten. Oh my God, dude. Jesus. And I mean, I know that that's a constant thing in Japanese writing. They have to say something 10 times in 10 different ways uh because they talk to their audience like they're stupid but yes it is it is pretty bad in this game like i yeah. i there's so many times where i'm sitting there and i'm like bro like, bro I, I, like i get it dude we've talked we there's a there's a thing in uh like american storytelling called a double beat which is mm -hmm. where you have a beat that was the same as last time and sometimes yes. people try to do it for emphasis right. but it bothers me as somebody who understands how you're supposed to tell a story. You don't have to repeat a beat and they do it a lot in these games. And then ironically, they also do it a lot in what, what I've been calling crevice crawlers, the, uh, the, the Sony story games where you crawl through crevices, like God of war, <laughs> those games have so many repeated beats over yeah. and over again. We are like, dude, we already went over this. You don't have to re-explain it to the audience. We're smart. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I, I've been playing a lot of games lately that have double beats and it's kind of becoming a yeah. increasingly bothersome nitpick for me. The, yeah. So not for you. My nitpick, surprisingly, I'm probably on the opposing side of the Dundoko Island thing. I, I felt like I didn't like it. I was like, it kind of forced it on me. And I'm like, all right, I want to leave now. I want to go. I haven't played it yet. Story. Yeah, I haven't played it, it yet, but I want to. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it kind of it kind of forces at you in a little aggressive way, and I was just like, I don't know about this just yet. But other than that, I've been, I mean, I've been pretty much a lot of my time's been there. And then the uh, Final Fantasy VII uh, Rebirth demo for PlayStation. Ooh. 
came out. So I, I got that. I just finished doing it. Um, that game just sounds stupidly big. Yeah, like 150 insane, gig, bro. two discs. But I just keep hearing people talking about all the different stuff you can do in that. There's like, bro, I saw insane. somebody playing Wave Race, it looks like, in there, basically. Yes. I'm like, bro, that game is going to just have everything in it. It's crazy. I just finished doing a, um, with Brad Ellis, formerly of Easy Allies. We, we did a, a what yeah. you call like, like a smaller cast kind of of the demo and, and all the stuff that's coming. And um, yeah, like, it, it, it's, I will say this, it is so much fan service this particular demo in in terms of an iconic scene from the original. Okay. And we wanted to see how they do it, how they handle Sephiroth. And, you know, for those who don't know, you know, the changes that happened to him. So I thought it was well done. You know, um, it's going to be, the this is probably one of the most controversial games of all time. The last time I did a spoiler cast with, uh, on, on LSM, Hogue was part of it because Hogue is team purity. Uh, okay. Hogue is, is like, yo, don't mess with it. All you had to do was tell the same story and you're fine. Yeah, so but if you want the same story, play the old game. That's what a lot of people <laughs> tell him, and he got pushback. So it, it's yeah, but you could because... still argue that the new story is bad, which yes, I would absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You, my, I think yeah. what it is, I'm impressed at how ballsy they are with attempting something like this. And I, again, for those who don't know what's going on, I don't want to spoil it, but they are clearly diverting, yeah. like up to a point from the original game to something else, and. Yeah, it's good. They, they better land the plane, but I'm here for the ride because I just think it's. I'm like, oh, you, you really playing with the fan base on this one, you know, what I'm saying kind of thing. So, yeah. yeah, some key characters in spots that maybe they're not supposed to, and so on and so forth. But yeah, so graphics, you guys say if you like the old story, you can just play the old game, and mm-hmm. I say don't remake games. Why not just te- why not just make a new game? It, it's clear. If you want to tell a new story, just make a different game. That's because in a sense, because my feeling is yeah. that they're doing seven because they know that 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 branding around seven has a lot of clout and it's a way for them to chase dollars. Oh, absolutely. And that absolutely. that I have a problem with. Absolutely. This yeah. is I am guilty as charged. My favorite Final Fantasy, and I don't want to stop. I don't. I can't get enough of them. These characters in this world, and I think they are preying on that. For sure. Absolutely. And I'm guilty of charge. I'm like, I'm here for I wanna know what foolishness it is. Oh, I mean, if there's <laughs> sure. a chrono trigger, I'm shutting the world down and playing it, and I I will be as hypocritical as possible when it comes to playing that one. And I get it. But... Okay, but what what if it was a chrono trigger remake where they that changed the story for... and you didn't Wait. like the new one? Right, and they doing something in the wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't you feel like you just got taken I mean, for a I ride and have... they sold you chrono trigger and then you didn't actually get chrono trigger? I mean okay. You can't. Also, what if they tried to sell you Chrono Trigger in three parts across multiple years and charged you seventy dollars for I mean, each if part? If you've played the time you travel, play if you've played the time travel in that game, that probably wouldn't I wouldn't put it past him what they've done. Exactly, it's not as big. It's it's not my as point long is, of a game. All I'm my saying point is, is there's like, a there's a lot to complain about how this remake was mm-hmm. done. It's you know what I mean. Whether it's the delivery model, the um, cha- changes to the story, and the fact that it was sold as a straight you know retelling of that story which it is clearly not not. i just i just think there's a lot to i I understand why people be i don't care myself because like you said i could just play the old version but Mm -hmm. i can say that i think the new version isn't as good as the old one and that that maybe a straight remake might have been better i don't know i mean i don't know for me it's like i i get what you're saying i do like if you don't like the story and you can i mean you're everybody's entitled to their opinion about how a story goes and that's fine if it comes to something like me, I'm biased on Chrono Trigger, but there are certain things in that story. If they made some changes, I would be curious to go along. I think I'm kind of with you, Cog, where I would be, I would be intrigued to see what they would do if they were gutsy enough to do different things, but still had quality writing to it. 
I would yeah. be okay for a new version of it. But that's the thing. It's like, if it's a quality story with those right. characters that still has the general idea of, you know, everything yeah. that goes on, but you have a couple different twists to keep it feeling more fresh in a modern era. I'm totally, mm -hmm. I would be curious to see right. what that is. And I think, is your curiosity worth $250 though? I guess. On Chrono Trigger? Yes, yes, it absolutely <laughs> would be. 100%. Oh, yes. Yeah. Take the money. Oh, that's the thing. Yeah, Chrono Trigger, I would, I, pay, I would pay easy. I would, I would much rather, if you're going to tell a new story, just make a new IP because I'm kind of sick of sequels yeah, anyway. I mean, yeah, it's like you go look at what Disney announced, Moana 2, Toy Story 5. I'm like, yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of too many sequels. I totally get that at a point, but there are certain points yeah. where, I mean, how old is Final Fantasy seven at this point? 25, 30 years. Are we, I don't know if it's yeah, that old. It's so long when yeah, that thing came out. Travis wasn't yeah, born yet. <laughs> That's not true. I remember I was in middle school when that game came out, uh, but they, uh, they did. Um, no, it was PS2. No PS one. No PS two was Final Fantasy ten. You're right. Yeah. I was uh, I I was in elementary nearly school. thirty. Okay, ninety seven. Yeah, yeah. ninety seven. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I was, it was like uh, 20... I was in elementary school. Yeah. I was six years old. Uh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ninety seven. So, wow. Yeah, I was a young boy. Uh, yeah, you were not in middle school. <laughs> That was not middle school. No. No, no, no. I was I was thinking of Final Fantasy ten. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, that one I was definitely in middle school for. I remember. Um, but yeah, they, I just, I, I don't know. I, I have a, I'm a little sus about them using the, the old property to get sales today. It's like, you're playing on nostalgia to get people. I don't know. Just, okay. But I was like, but I guess I have to push back a little bit in the world of game development, which we know a whole lot of stuff fails, cost money all the time. And a company like Squared makes some bad decisions. Sometimes we've seen them like go down sure. the NFT path and everything else for them mm. to at least try and like do a modernized version of a fan favorite. And there's a lot of people who it's some of their favorite games. I feel like it's not sure. all bad. So it's, I, I they, mean, could do, I will, they could do I, a lot, a lot worse for sure. A lot I of people reserve, actually are very happy for it. You, you could do worse, but I reserve the right to say that you're boring, cowardly, uh, uh, creatively bankrupt. All these Jesus. things. I can say that you are those if you want to just remake all your games over and over again. I mean, so, but if they're I reinventing stuff, are they creatively this bankrupt? Really it's yeah. really not the remake of the yeah, so, yeah, if if you're making a sequel for your game and you're selling it as a remake, I also have problems with that because that seems to me as manipulative marketing. But if Does it's it not, not a, it's, it's not a honest. sequel, it's like a retelling. You no, can... it's a sequel. They're just calling it a remake. If you bought the Final Fantasy Rebirth VII isn't remake, a sequel to... Rebirth isn't a sequel to the original. It's the second part of the original, right? I know that, but it's effectively a sequel because it's telling a different story. So if you're if, like, if you bought the remake and you thought it was going to be a remake of the mm -hmm. same game, and then you found out it's a different game, actually it's only one third of it, but it's a different game. Doesn't that seem a little manipulative, a little misleading? I can see, yeah, I can see how think that I you were going to play the same game and you weren't. Yeah, they, well, yeah, I can totally understand that argument. That, that, that was the argument like Hogue, had because Hogue was like, all you had to do was just remake the first and you messed it up, right? You know, that kind of thing. But he's still intriguing. He's still playing. Well, I was gonna yeah, say, I mean, if they, oh if they remade the first, it would be, yeah. yeah, if it was a $200, 200 hour, like how big would the full game be in the idea that they're going for? If they released right. the full retelling of the game all in one release, they can't justify like, you know, a 12 year development cycle for 70 bucks at this point. I mean, if that's they not charge... my problem, though. 
that, but, that I, I don't know why are you fighting on the side of the corporation and not the player no, like if but, you're a player okay. that's that is a case of okay, not okay, my then problem do you want right? part one part two part three or do you want square to just not do anything and all of a sudden drop a hundred and what would be a good a 200 final fantasy 7 remake 200 hour adventure would you want that at that point i i reject the premise of the question make a different game just make Even a different 30 game. Years ago, you know what? No, everything's getting remade. They, you know what? Go see it. They re-released the game like five years ago on modern consoles. You can go play oh. the old version. Yeah, you talk about the, the exact same thing. Like, yeah. how did you feel about Resident Evil Two, Resident Evil Four remake? How did you feel about that? I thought they were uh, great remakes that are completely a waste of my time. Okay. I mean, for the most part, I'm with you as far as remakes are concerned. Obviously, we all have our biases of what we like. I do feel if something's been away for like 20, 30 years, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I totally, I don't look at that as like, oh my God, that is so bad. Now, what I have the problem with is Last of Us like, 2 being remade. Like, I get yeah, that. Like, yeah. Bro, that just came out like two, yeah. three years ago. And, you, and you they're doing the that for the TV show out. and exactly yeah, what they're doing. That, yeah. That's what I get. It. But again, it's to each his own. It's to each his own. And I totally understand. In fairness, they totally did the $10 people who say I can't support it. Yeah. I don't have a problem with, uh, them remaking games like i i'm all for game preservation and so like you know mm -hmm. getting mass mass effect legendary edition like that's cool okay. um it's certainly i think we can agree not exciting i wouldn't yeah. say it's you know it the, these pushing the culture forward yeah these games shouldn't be getting nominated for game of the year I'm no like, i agree with that yeah. i agree with that yeah. re4 down, should not have been there we that, and you know you know okay. you know final fantasy 7 rebirth is probably going to be on the games of the year year probably. list this and, year and you, i'm with and, you there. Uh, sure. I, yeah it just it bothered i i just like to gently push back against absolutely this, like, culture and the fact that people are so willing to accept it like okay yeah well now remake doesn't actually mean remake it can be kind of right. a pseudo sequel and you don't even have to market it differently you can call it a remake without mm -hmm. admitting that it's actually a sequel and we can sell it's a it sequel in three to parts. what it's a sequel to final fantasy 7 it's a different story well it, technically no because it's, it's like it's a retelling to a point they shift. Did you finish the first part, yeah, Ebontis? It is not the same story. <laughs> no, I know, but I was like, from everything I've... Okay, from an outsider's perspective, and this is why I'm asking, in mm -hmm. no way, it's like Final Fantasy VII Remake is the first part of the 27-year-old right. game. And then right. now this one is going to be after Midgard, when you get to the open world. Right. That is what this is based right. around. That is right. not a sequel. That is not like... It is a sequel. It's a sequel if it is an alternate reality telling of a story. How that is, is it not, not the definition sequel? of a sequel. That's not a sequel. That could be a what reinterpretation. A reinterpretation yeah. is not a sequel. Those are not the same <laughs> yes, thing. Yes, it is. No, it's yes, not. It is. Yes, it no. is. Okay, it chat. Sequel? If it's a sequel? If, if, if it's a different story, how is it a remake? Because a sequel would be like it continued from the point of the end yeah, of a sequel Final is Fantasy like VII john wick one john wick two yeah. that is a sequel it is part two the, of a the, story the, the stories are happening that. in parallel in different universes presumably right if they're the same characters same scenarios but they're okay then if something is in parallel it's not a sequel it is not one and then two it is one and one alternate realities maybe reinterpretation but that is not a but sequel. You, but you, you, ha you have to play the first game to understand how the second one is different so therefore they are sequential Mm. you see what i'm saying you're looking at it from the perspective of the characters in the game i'm looking at it from the perspective of the player which is that right. if you play the game final fantasy 7 and then you play remake it feels like a sequential story to the original and therefore 
I would qualify as a sequel. Okay, you're telling me. I'm asking here because I'm not the expert. Because it's a, it's a diversion. It, it 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 follows the same thing, and then it gets to a point, and the That's game what... literally says, I hate "What do you want to do? Call, if... call it a spinoff? You want yeah, me to call like, it a spinoff? I think it's more of a spinoff. Okay, then why do, why isn't yeah. the game called Final Fantasy Spinoff? <laughs> That's right? it's a, it's marketing. A, I was like, so why, oh, why no. isn't it, why uh, isn't it called Final Fantasy Remake Part One? It's not even the full game. Right. Well, that, they could call true. it that, and I would be okay with so that. So then, why didn't they? They marketed they, it just in a manipulative way. Make whatever it. Dude, it's a weird. It's a weird. All I'm it's, it's not a sequel. That's all I'm saying. It's not. It's a sequel. sequel. No, it's it not. is sequential. You're no. looking at it from the perspective of no. the characters, which is an insane way okay, of looking. No, no, at hold it. on. Pause. Let me ask you this question. Let's go. Final Fantasy VII, 27 year, the old PS1 game. Mm-hmm. When you get mm-hmm. to the end of that game, that's where yeah, I know you. You're telling me Final Fantasy VII Remake is after that. No, see, you're looking at it from the perspective of the characters in the game, which is a stupid thing to do. Why? I'm looking at it from the perspective of the player, because if you play Final Fantasy Remake, mm-hmm. it is a sequential game. You have to understand how Final Fantasy VII happened to be affected by the events of the diversion in Final Fantasy VII Remake. Okay, but therefore, as people... a player, sequential. No, but that doesn't make sense yes. from... Okay, are you telling me John Wick 1 and John Wick 2 are... That's a sequel, right? Yeah, that's a sequel because... Okay, because it, it's from, from the, the perspective. character's perspective, not your pl- no, not your viewer. No, because it's from the viewer as well because the viewer has to watch the first movie to understand the context of the second okay, one. Okay, you don't so, have to play the 27-year-old game to get the reinterpretation of the new one. You can yes, start you do. fresh. No, you don't. You can start fresh, but you won't understand why it is important that there's a diversion and therefore you lose mean a whole bunch of context. That doesn't mean you're not going to experience the story from Cloud's perspective. Let me give you an, let me give an example... Let me give you an example of a real remake, okay, a real cool. actual remake. Mm-hmm. You guys ever see the movie The Mummy in the 1950s? Yeah, and then the Tom Cruise okay. version. Yeah. And then they and then they remade it with Brendan Fraser and then they remade it with Tom Cruise. Yeah. Those movies are actually remakes and not sequels because they are completely separate stories that do not play off of each other at all. However, Final Fantasy VII Remake plays off of the fact that you understand the original story and therefore has sequence to it from the viewer's perspective. To say that it's not a sequel because the characters don't go from age 31 to 32 and you see the next chapter of their story is crazy and also not how sequels work. I struggle with your sequel. Argument. No, yeah, I don't. This is one. no, this is not. <laughs> that is not a sequel. a sequel. No, it is not a sequel. I am it sorry. Is a sequel. No, go look it's up the definition. If, it, if, if it's not the same story mm-hmm. and it's another story that plays off of the first one, that's a sequel. I think uh, here's the other problem that the argument I see. Okay, is, is Final movie. Fantasy VII a prequel? Is it a previous part of the story before Final Fantasy VII Remake? No. You have to play it to understand the, no, the next one. No, you don't. So I would say it is. It has a prequel relationship. They're literally to making these current games for people who didn't play the old ones. That is why I they do, are I, doing this. I, I think that is a lie, and I think you shouldn't <laughs> listen to marketing. Listen. Here's can, the other thing. You're listening to marketing. They are, Good, they are I mean, different stories. You can. If you get your fine, facts from, you can the, be wrong. That's fine. That's fine. No. If, hey, look. You, no, you, can, you, you, you can. You can lick the boots of the PR department oh and enjoy God. that, dude. Here's you know? another elephant yeah. in the room. Who do you work for? In the room is that we have not completed said remake, rebirth, whatever. Right. So we don't know if the divergence remains, or we don't know if they loop back. There is a theory going around that. 
all the events ultimately will still happen, right? So I think both of us, it's not conclusive to make this determination until the entire game is out. I mean, if, and if you've, seen, go if you've seen the trailer for Rebirth, you know that it is, it's going to have, I mean, it's a very divergent from the first game. I feel you where they are right now, but I don't know yeah. where it ends. And that that's the question. Does the ending mirror go back and mirror everything that happens? Or does it stay divergent? Is is my question. So I don't I don't, I don't know the answer to that, but my yeah. my point stands either way that the significance mm -hmm. of the divergence only matters if you play the first one, and therefore, it is a separate game and not a remake. We got move on. Yeah, I'm done with you. <laughs> this is where we at with it. Everybody's I'm on done. each side. I'll, I'll yeah. give you spinoff if that's how you wanna you wanna describe. We can, can compromise uh, a spinoff. I like spinoff. Spinoff is fun. He ain't there yet, but we, I like spinoff. <laughs> Like I'm done. It's at the very least a spinoff. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. It's a, it's a controversial title, but that, I think last point I'll say. Is, all I can say is this is not where I thought this discussion was going to go tonight. I I by the way, by the way, I can tell you, hundred percent. By the by the way, Cog, I don't. Yo. I actually don't think it's a controversial title. I'm like the only person who I think feels this way that well, I've which, talked to. Which, as far as uh, controversial title, as far as what? As far as what? I don't okay. think it's controversial at all. Oh, I mean, I I think people seem people seem to love that game. What what is the controversy for that? No, I meant in this terms of controversy in terms of how bold it is from a narrative standpoint to attempt something. Well, how big the changes are? Yeah, like this beloved. I think that I've never seen that. That's that's really playing with your audience, and that yeah, that's it's, the part it's almost, that it's almost like the audience is realizing it's not a a remake. Right. <laughs> it also, is a. It's rebirth also not a sequel. The title. Yeah. It is a sequel. No, it's not. It's fun stuff. <laughs> what, what would what would re what would rebirth mean then? To e wouldn't the thing have to be born to be reborn? Here we go. Therefore, wouldn't it? Wouldn't the prequel have to exist for it to be Here reborn? Oh, now you're just reading into the titles that the corporate, you know, people have given <laughs> yeah. you, and you're yeah. and you're what going that? that one. You're just it's, reading the corporate overlord's title in the box and taking almost, that for what almost, it is. It's almost <laughs> like it's almost, it's, almost, it's almost like they're using marketing to manipulate you. Crazy. <laughs> I have played none of these, but from everything I've understood, crazy. that is not the story. Wow, wild, dude. Wild. I love the messiness today. <sighs> so yeah, I was playing those two games. Yeah. <laughs> you were having a good time, weren't you? <laughs> That's what I was playing, y'all. <laughs> love y'all. Uh, I will also speak on Infinite Wells because uh, he is playing it in the room I'm in right now. Oh, She's doing the she dating she profile had. game. She's doing the mm -hmm. dating game. I'm watching her talk to have pe people creepily send photos of their armpits and thighs to her um and uh, yeah you know, yeah i mean it's a game made by the japanese you know what they're up to bro they're, they wear the fetishes on their sleeve bro it's crazy why did i be in a seedy corner of an area of a very bad neighborhood and i walk up to the dude he's like yo you know i got that honk honk for you for 500 dollars. yeah for <laughs> sure dude <laughs> I'm trying to get my Hong Kong on, dude. Like, Let's go. That's Hong Kong you ever have. Yo, <laughs> like, what is this game doing? So I slid him to five. <laughs> and then all my personality went up. All my attributes went. I said, you hey, did it? yo. But I died. You did I it? Said oh, my God. You Hong Kong? Hong Kong. Hong Kong. Wow, dude. This bad. They, they asking for the Hong Kong. I didn't know what it was. I had to find it. And it was such a seedy area. This NPC was at. Yeah, that's uh, I have seen those, but I have I've avoided the Hong Kong because uh, Asuga, as he was intended, needs to remain an incel until oh, the story okay. says otherwise. Because they actually cannot canonize him of being a virgin in this game, which I was pretty yeah. surprised about. Um, yeah. 
yeah, they they lean pretty hard into it. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm really liking the story so far. I absolutely mm-hmm. love the Pokemon mini game. I haven't gotten into the Animal Crossing stuff yet. I'm yeah. watching D play the uh, dating sim game mm-hmm. right now, which strikes me as the most bizarre part of it. But it's mm-hmm. still at least not as bad as the um, which one? What was what was the girl game and uh, oh, the man who raised his name? Raised his uh, name, the one where you really at the um, yeah, the yeah, one that with, the, with the full uncomfortable- motion video with the chicks and. Yeah. The- yeah, the one that yeah, makes yeah. it very uncomfortable to play. Yeah, um, yeah. It, 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 there's there's weird stuff like that, but uh, on the whole, it's just like a effortlessly like super fun and yeah. full of joy. And it, yes. I'm just I'm really really liking it so far. Absolutely, so, so much fun. Yeah, they, yeah. They, I can't wait to see where they go with it. So what else going on, man? Anything else going in that other game that we we supposed to be talking about? In Destiny? No, no, definitely not. Uh, did that happen? About, I was like, did I cover the start? Did I say it already? I know we talked pre-show. I'm saying, did I cover uh, yeah, it live? You, yeah, you, we haven't talked about it live at all. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so live show. Now that we're here, uh, we have Riven's Wish Part Two, mm-hmm. and this is the other one that's probably pretty moderate in the grand scheme of requirements because all you've got to do is find seven ascendant chests, which means drink your tincture of Queen's Foil and then. Right. Go do a little bit of platforming in all the different sections of the Dreaming City. It's probably almost faster, and it's definitely less tedious than grinding yeah. out lost sectors that like last week. So that's pretty much it. Um, we did mm-hmm. get a TWAB, and that one kind of covered some updated updated weapon loot pools mm-hmm. that are going to be coming. Um, mm-hmm. But Game to Give did wrap up on the 4th. I think that was... Was that Sunday? Um, 3.1 plus million all raised mm. for Bungie Foundation, for iPads for Kids, for Direct Relief, and all of that stuff. Um, Shout out to Jared and the team. Yeah, like that's, I mean, record for sure, wow. I know for them. Um, they had the Drifter on the Bungie Foundation podcast. They uh, had Habercorn. Right, What's that? I forget right. his first name. Uh, they, all right, all right, all right. Yep, so he was on there, I think, what did they say? Hot sauce-fueled adventure with the Drifter himself. So if you go back and Check out the the VOD on Twitch. You can go see how how questionably that one went. Um, mm-hmm. but they had a wheel spin of stuff they had to do. So, yeah, that was that was a big one. A um, lot of generosity from a lot of people. If you were part of mine, I reached out to the winners. So I have reached out to those of you guys who did. Um, nice. I already know, like uh, Electric Fish, for example, is getting uh, final shape from from me on mm-hmm. one platform by the time it comes around. So yeah, figuring out all those. Other than that, as I said, so starting on. I guess they say early March, not a specific date. So pick your Tuesday. Um, they're going to update the loot pools for Trials, Iron Banner, and Nightfall. Some of like the summoners coming back to Trials, but they've also got a aggressive Stasis Scout. Mm-hmm. Um, Iron Banner and Nightfall have some unique stuff. Iron Banner has a Strand Wave Frame oh. Special Ammo oh. Grenade Launcher. I'm assume Kinetic Spot, right? Uh, yeah, it would have to be. Yeah, for wow. Strand, and I'm guessing you'd have stuff like Hatchling on there for multi kills, probably. I'm guessing get chain. we ain't gonna get no chain reaction. No, that's too much. That's too much. Oh, it'd be so nice if you that'd could. Be crazy. You That'd gotta, be crazy. I mean, they, they save need, it for the they need a that's chain reaction in that spot because I'm trying to think. The other everybody's forbearance is the other one, right? That's the big yeah. Popular. Forbearance is arc in the um in the energy slot. Yeah, if you could do chain reaction, that'd be kind of really nice. And then multi mock is coming back, but I think they've done so much to SMGs and zoom and range, and I don't yeah. think it's like a big standout anymore. Nightfall mm-hmm. has two, so from Grasp up, uh, no, what the hell's that dungeon? 
Spire of the Watcher? Is that the right word? Yeah. Well, building, climbing. It's the big tower. Eyeball. Yeah, it's the... Eyeball at the top. Cowboy the, outfits. The rooms. Yeah, cowboy yeah. outfits. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're doing one kind of like that. They're doing a special ammo double fire frame. This one's going to be solar, though, which at least could see more functionality out of solar versus whatever the other one was, which I think was maybe void. I can't remember. Uh, they're also doing a stasis vortex sword. So pretty much if you look at this, you're like, what gaps do we have in our weapon catalog? And we're going to try and plug some of those holes. That's that's what it sounds like they're doing. So this will be March 5th Full update. Um, they're also going to update these into you know, like the release schedule. So if you're doing Nightfalls and Iron Banner and stuff like that, you'll see those weapons coming in in the March rotation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they said these are additional. They're not taking anything away until Final Shape. So you'll have just a bigger loop mm. pool of stuff if you want to grind for those. Um, and then they mention upcoming loop pools. So to account for the length of this season and yes. that upcoming episodes will be longer than previous Destiny 2 seasons because the episodes are going to be, what, 18-ish weeks, we think, as opposed to about 12 we're increasing the Nightfall weapon pool to eight weapons. The plan is for Trials to return to six weapon rotation um, to allow Adept weapons to have more chances to be featured. Nightfalls, you'll have a bigger rotation. And then taking into account the weeks of Trials is off, they're going to let you go after more. So it sounds like for the longer seasons, you're going to have slightly bigger loot pools, which kind of I don't know if I love because it means if I, there is something you want you got to wait what? now 2 months for it to come around as opposed to mm-hmm. even 6 weeks if there's something you're grinding for yeah that's so. true mm-hmm. um Un- iron banner comes game. back on April 2nd 30th uh I will say for everyone starting on March 5th so you got a month um just log in every week and you'll be getting mm-hmm. 700 bright dust each week they're just, doing a, just a weekly login bonus in the store. Attendance? Uh, they have the Lunar Festival right now, which I think you should probably do too. So oh, okay. uh, there's a free Bright Dust in there. I forget. I think it was like 800, I think, this time. But yeah, they're doing oh. 700 a week from March 5th to Final Shape, which I think the math-wise, it was 9,000 Bright Dust. Mm. So it's it's worth logging in for. Um, 9,000 you know, a set of armor and a half, depending on what you're doing for some of these cosmetics. So that's actually... Pretty good. Oh, I thought I was 9,100. I may have had my math wrong. So 8,400, 8, 9,100, I could have been math wrong. Um, That's one way to get your player engagement up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Weekly weekly login metrics. Like that, that is the weekly login metric on the spreadsheet. Be like, oh, and be like, how long did they log in for? How many people logged in for longer than 20 seconds? That's that's going to be a different metric. Um, also, mm-hmm. the armor. This is one of those things that's almost like a reminder that it's a slap in the face. The armor synthesis bounty will refresh on the fifth. So if you've hit the cap for the current season, you can now go for more armor synthesis. It's just transmog, and why is it not easier? <laughs> Shut up. It, it would be job. one of those. Th- I guarantee you, if they dropped on Twitter, that transmog be like, "Hey, no more cap." Just no more cap alone. Yeah, just uh, like not even the fact that you still have to do the bounty and stuff like that. Like no more cap. If they just said that in here, that'd be a small victory. Why yes, not? It's just I, I want to see the chores. financials on the armor synthesis thing that that is limited and people buy that. Maybe it's, maybe it makes them a million dollars a month, but I highly doubt it. Yeah, it's engagement. It's that's yeah, that's kind of frustrating. A um, mm-hmm. couple known issues and stuff like I'm not going to go through all the details on that. Uh, and then the movie of the week is not the one I thought it would be. The movie of the week should have been. I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys saw this on Twitter. I'm going to link it to you. Um, 
it's just like a fun video and i don't know if it's like making fun of a certain song uh here it is here i'll send it to you guys and you can watch it and i'll link it in chat so it is it's just a goop somebody had fun with an emote and it was edited well that's all this is and it's just kind of fun um yeah so simple little video just kind of a fun edit and i'm like that that probably should be movie of the week versus pretty much mm -hmm. what's here so the movie of the week right now is I use Cryosthesia and Assassin's Cowl and Iron Banner and totally had a great time. And it's just like a montage of, oh, yeah, well, they're poking fun at stuff in that one, which it's fine. I just thought the other one was creative and should have been like it was there was yeah. only one movie of the week I mentioned and that one wasn't. So I was just kind of sad. Yeah, it's cool. It was cool. just a fun one that I thought yeah. I was there. Also, it must take a lot of time to get all those places. With the I know. I was like, and they have the edit just damn near perfect too. So I was yeah, the edit's good. Um, I know you talked about it for three hours. Mm -hmm. I don't need to reopen the um oh, I know thing that. until next week. I just wanted yeah. to like is mm -hmm. how um I don't know. I was just gonna say tell people to go watch that because I haven't watched all yeah, of it yet because really I've been busy. It's but really good. It was a good discussion from the start that I saw. Yeah, shout out, shout out to Colin, shout out to the Sacred Boys. You know, the Dukes and the, and the Sacred Symbols got together, you know, talking about, obviously, what potentially could be something changing, you know, in the Xbox ecosystem. We don't know the facts just yet. We don't want to jump out the window. But the sourcing that has come out, for the most part, you know, is solid. We just got to see what actually happens. But, um, yeah, it's a, it's a big point. Some people are extremely concerned. Some people are, hey, let's just wait for Xbox to make an announcement to see what actually is happening regarding third-party plans or not. And, um, yeah, man, highly recommend you guys listen to it. And I understand, you know, I guess my my position is nothing really changes for me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, you know, I'm a fan of the ecosystem. I'm not going anywhere. I mean, I come from the worst case scenario when consoles used to go away oh, yeah. <laughs> and i don't view this as that i remember my you know, buddy I, had a yeah. uh well i know you're a second guy my buddy had a dreamcast and crazy taxi dreamcast. but dreamcast like just died yeah like th again this was the difference this is just a philosophical shift i do i do uh, think for the record yes this still happens in our industry it happened recently absolutely. to the stadia yeah absolutely yeah. and, and that i think is what yeah, sorry, go ahead, go ahead, Trav. I was just saying, that's what a console going down looks like, and I would yes. say that this is nothing like this that. This is yeah. nothing like that. So to me, I look at even the worst-case scenarios. I don't see them jumping out of the console business. I just see a shift in strategy. But I do think, yes, they got to be concise, because they have made statements in the past that have people confused as to what direction they're going in terms of how exclusives are handled, how publishing exclusives, third-party exclusives are handled, that whole bit, how Game Pass... And um, yeah, so where I'm at is, you know, I I'm, I'm here. I'm going to see what, what they say. And um, this is not as worse as that to me. You know what I'm saying? To me, if the announcement is like, yo, we are out of the console business. We are completely doing, then it's like, all right, I got to, I'll rock out till the wheels fall off and then I'll figure out a home like a refugee. <laughs> yeah. But it's fun. Like a, I, I, that was me as a Sega kid. When, I, when Sega went out, I was like, all right, well, Xbox looks familiar. They got a controller. They got a thing. You know, they use Windows. They CD. have a controller. They all have a controller. Yeah, they got a controller that looked like the Xbox, you know, that kind of thing. This ain't that. This is, okay, we may need to do some things or edit some strategies for sustainability, potentially. But we'll see. I, I don't want to get too crazy until an official announcement, whatever this business meeting, supposedly next week, and that's it. But I, I would talk to Trav about this. So I'm very, 
Very yeah. curious how you, how you uh, take un- it. Unsurprisingly, my takes are mild at best, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I view it as um, they're probably just going to be bringing some of their first party games to other platforms, uh, probably not all of them. And I don't see how that is any different than what PlayStation is doing with PC platform. You know, they're putting on their console first and then mm-hmm. putting it elsewhere. Um, I also think it, even if they put every game that they have onto other platforms eventually, that it would not change their need for a console because they are currently right now the leader in subscription services and they need a box to sell that subscription on. Right. The uh, the um, kind of um, model being uh, you can pay $70 for our games on PlayStation or yep. you can right. on Game Pass on, my, on our console. And I think that's yep. still is more than enough reason for them to stay in the console business. And I think anybody who's reading into it as them getting out of the console business is sort of making a lot of leaps and jumping around and stuff in weird ways. Um, I fully expect, first of all, there's some games that have to go on other consoles. And it's just economic. For example, live service games. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Microsoft is the only only big first party um, console owner right now. Uh, The only console owner that uh, is actually developing live service games in a serious way. They're actually yes. like trying it. and they're, they're pretty, pretty good at it from time to mm-hmm. time. And I, I think uh, their failures have a lot of times been in, due to the fact that they are the smallest platform holder and they're looking at ESO and they're going, why the hell are we doing this ourselves and our games? Uh, and mm-hmm. I think it makes a lot of sense for them to get outside of their ecosystem um, because they've got a, a trail of dead bodies when it comes to their live service. That I mean, some of them like uh, Bleeding Edge. You know that Ooh. that game was just never going to make it. But yeah, you know they they they're trying. Uh, Who was that? Team Ninja. That was the uh, Team Ninja. It was uh, Ninja Theory. Ninja Sorry, Theory. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ninja Theory. Uh, and they um yeah they they uh, that game went down in flames for a multitude of reasons. I'm not going to say it just because yeah. it was only on Xbox, but certainly that hurt them. Uh, it's different with PlayStation because they're much bigger than Xbox and they can afford to really easily keep the game off of Xbox and not lose a ton of money. For Xbox to do it, though, I mean, that's a practice and flagellation. They're they're uh, they're really hurting themselves when they do that. So I, I, I fully suspect that the rumors are probably mostly true and that they're mm-hmm. going to be putting a number of games on PlayStation probably late definitely not on game pass which means you have to pay full price i don't think that changes a lot i think xbox is going to be making more money yeah and i'm okay with it so tired of that crap the the fanboys will get to battle they'll say how was it paying 70 dollars to support my ecosystem oh you already got your bars that's what they're gonna do (laughs) no i don't have bars you you beta tested for us if we get yeah. it, you know how I go. Yeah, I beta tested for free. You paid seventy dollars. That's what they're gonna say. It's still gonna be a fight. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's gonna right. be a fight. You go, and it, you're right. And I'm right. I'm still gonna be annoyed by it. But I I don't think that people on the Xbox side should be freaking out the way that they are yeah. because more people are gonna get to play their game. And I don't think people on the PlayStation side uh, side should be taking a lap that they're going to yeah. get to play. You know that they're because I I just think. I, I saw um, Phil and Satya in San Francisco this year, uh, last year when they were in court, and their their um, comments 
were pretty transparent on how much they hate the exclusivity model. Satya, oh, Satya said, especially, yeah. Satya yeah. especially went like, especially. I do, I do not have any love for this. I would not do it if PlayStation wasn't mm-hmm. leading the way on it. And I think yep. at a certain point, they're probably just looking at the numbers. They're being like, look, we're a big enough publisher now that we can afford to do this. And because of game pass, it's not that big of a deal if we put our game on another platform, because it's still cheap on our platform and not on theirs. We still have right. a value proposition. And so I think they're, as usual, Microsoft is kind of a couple steps ahead in terms okay. of how forward thinking they are. The difference is that about 60% of the time, Microsoft is ahead. The consumers they're selling to aren't ready for it yet. I literally uh, said that on the show. Yeah, yeah I literally which, said you know, that. That was on my voice. You can, yeah. you, can lo- you can look at a lot of decisions they've made where they just made it a little too soon. And Excellent. then later, somebody yep. somebody somebody else did that exact same thing a couple years later and it exploded. They, they, yes. They're like famous for that. Yes. Um, Good point. But but I but I think that the, in this case they're making a change that is based off of results they're already seeing. Right. Like yes. we already we already know that uh, that um, Game Pass is a big success and that people like subscriptions. We already know that uh, you know people are into live service games and that live service games are more successful when they have as many players as possible having access to them. So mm-hmm. I don't think that this is that big of a gamble and I don't think it's crazy and I think the internet once again needs to take a damn chill pill uh and wait for the uh announcement I don't want nobody out. playing my games is my that is game. such a stupid mentality yeah, i, I mean it's that... all crazy to be down but that's like you can't play this or you or you got i'm like don't you want everybody to enjoy a good quality product we can argue stupidly I... about sequels but if a game is good more people enjoying it is only a good thing that's yeah my, my i honestly joke I honestly think that people are just freaking about it because they view it as necessary to the survival of the ecosystem. Right. And to those people, I would say, it sounds like you don't understand the industry or how it works and just calm down. It's going to be fine. Microsoft, right. I won't say they know what they're doing, but they right. they certainly know the economics. They're the biggest company in the world right now. Uh, they know the economics behind this and I'm, I'm sure right. it's going to be fine. Yeah, that's the main thing. Like I said, the only thing I will defend people who freak out a little bit is they are concerned about the brand, any type of brand damage long term. We, we, I think we, me and you agree that I don't see them getting out of console business soon, but some people feel that maybe the devaluing of their own console, you know, accelerates that. And I'm like, okay, but there's no data yet to support it. My, my thing is this, I'm all about what's sustainable and i rather them pivot to whatever this model is where it's older games come or live service games come and one we we have to make game pass the most consumer friendly deal in gaming right if they're able to maintain that model and in their ecosystem then that provides value to their ecosystem and i do feel that if we if they like you you had a good point which i said on sacred which is we know Microsoft as far as innovation where the games industry is going. You can't take that away. They they've pretty much knocked that out apart. Hardware, uh, hard drive in the box with the original Xbox, Ethernet. When people said, "Why do you need Ethernet? We should do dial up 360 with you know HD TVs, Xbox Live Party Chat." The industry, even has, the Connect, I would argue, the Connect, the Connect people is way ahead. People, it was it was now? like it, it was like five years before Alexa, and it was Facts. Alexa. It was Thank such a you. good idea. It's literally They're... Alexa now, and so Microsoft is always on point of where it is. But to your point, Travis what i said is that sometimes they're a little too aggressive and is it too soon because what I, the way i look at this there is some data to support that maybe they see a ubiquitous future where some of the wall gardens come down we have to admit even when bungie went with sony we were surprised a little bit some of us were surprised like, oh wow they didn't lock that down yeah, like sony's been doing stuff on pc 
Exactly. So if they know everyone will eventually do this with live service or select titles, they are uniquely positioned based on their cloud infrastructure, the Game Pass model, to be able to to facilitate that everywhere. And I think that's what it is. I think what it is with creatures of habit, and some people are scared of a future of, of an unknown that they are not comfortable with, and they automatically assume, okay, this is the wrong decision, but it, it might be the right one. As long as it yeah. sustains them, I'm fine. And if they, they stay around, that's how I'm looking at it. But I'm, I'm sorry. I will, I, will also, I will also push back on your... Um, you're worried that this is going to hurt their branding in the long term or short term. I, I actually think it'll do the opposite. Uh, here's why. Because one, they're now showing themselves, which is, I think, a very positive consumer facing thing that we're not gating games. We're living by what we said we're going to do, that what we care about is more people playing everywhere. And maybe that's bullshit. Maybe it's really just about doll. And it probably is. But cool. either way. I was going to say Starfield's the counter. Like point to yeah. them saying that, but yeah, but they're but they're. It sounds like that game's coming to PlayStation. Oh, I mean, it does now. Yes, yeah. that yeah. sounds like the pivot yeah. is happening that's, now. That's yeah. my point. The yeah. pivot, the pivot is happening, and so they can stand by and say, "Hey, we did exactly what we said we're going to do. We got our games to more players. Mm-hmm. Of course, we're going to put them on our platform exclusively first. But that's right. just that's just business. Uh, so they get to do that. The other thing is that um, uh, Game Pass still gives them a a beneficial you can say yeah our games are playable everywhere but when you play them on xbox you don't have to pay 70 dollars for them that's still a huge reason that's huge and also now they're going to be exposing playstation diehards who would never touch their platform to xbox games good point and those people are going to say you know what i really like gears of war and i see they're all on xbox and i don't Mm -hmm. have to buy them all on xbox maybe i'll pick up an xbox so i actually think this might be the smartest thing xbox ever does it might be again again that's me completely speculating on an yeah, announcement that they haven't yet but i'm saying if they did make it i i think people are crazy if they don't understand the yeah. business the argument business behind this why it would actually be a huge positive pr move for them mm-hmm. and a good a good move for their branding in the long term yeah. i mean so everything, everything yeah i was gonna say everything you talk, you're yeah. you're saying is like making sense for sure because mm-hmm. having that game literally just say 70 here Fifteen dollars a month over here, and you can play seven. You can play that one and many more. That's right. one. I mean, I heard that. I think they probably said on the podcast early on. Like that is in yeah one of the best things that you can put on just like a TV screen to say you want it over there or anywhere else you can pay over here. It's just a subscription. Now, for right. some people, the subscription being what is it fifteen, sixteen? What is it up to now? What is Game Pass right now 15, per month? I forget. Fifteen, maybe fifteen ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like if you do that, or if you have Ultimate for PC or whatever it is. Some people say, hey, maybe I only buy the one or two games a year. And they're like, right. that's one person who's like, I'm going to play my Madden. I'm still going to do my thing. Maybe that's yep. less appealing to them, but you probably weren't working yeah. to them anyway. But those I one do. or two games might include Call of Duty, which they now own. And exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know what I'm yeah. Yeah. If that one makes, yeah, that'll be a different one. No, what that's I was actually going to say is like, everything you're saying makes perfect sense. And I don't see the Xbox going away. But mm-hmm. the thing that is always, I don't, well, I don't know why people are freaking out so much. If Xbox still makes their games. Mm-hmm. And they got out of hardware, which I'm not saying they're going to do, mm-hmm. but hardware is always a profit loss. You lose right. money on every, almost every console that goes out the door, right. except the like late generations one, when the technology finally gets cheap, like early yeah, on, it's down. only yeah. the software that makes them money. Right. And they're so trying to I, sell more games mm-hmm. to make up for the losses. So I'm, I'm not saying I they're do getting under, out of I do under, I do understand the fear there because you I do cannot have a, 
yeah. you do you cannot have a successful service if you don't control you can't guarantee that there's a place to sell your service on right now nintendo and playstation have said no thanks on selling yeah. an xbox and, and i and i get that i was just saying like yeah. if for some like for the company wise i'm just like what about microsoft right. i'm like if you really care about a corporate billion dollar corporation that's up to you mm -hmm. but or trillion i should uh, say three three three, three trillion, trillion actually yeah, yeah they yeah, they, yeah, three, they crap they passed yeah. that market cap the same yeah was it the same afternoon with all the layoffs mm -hmm. that was bad timing um mm -hmm. but it was just kind of one of those it's like the hardware is always the most expensive thing that's why i don't know why everybody was thinking about yeah. that worried about that no, i mean yeah i, I, I just I was, but i was like but i know it's money. not a practical thing so yeah, that's right. why i was like it you, doesn't you make need sense. It, you need a platform for game yeah. pass to make no, sense i, I get I why totally people get be that, afraid yeah. of that but i right. don't think bringing the plot bringing your games to other platforms is at all related i just think they're completely different strategies yeah, no, I get it. The, the thing I will defend the people, some of the people who are free, not all, some are a bit over the top. But the, the problem has been, we got to be clear, though, the Xbox messaging has been terrible in terms of where we'll things are going. We'll talk to you in a going. week. Right. And, 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 and they have to be concise. Whatever this is, which I, I agree from an economic standpoint, makes sense. Yeah. For them surviving makes sense, but they have to be clear because they've had so many conflicting statements where the CFO was saying, you know, we want it on consoles and PlayStation, Nintendo, and then Phil Spencer comes out and says, well, you know, maybe with Game Pass, you know, we don't have any plans at this time. There's been, even when the Bethesda, the Zenimax thing was announced, people were like, hey, what's the status? The only question that I think people are concerned about is that if they are not clear, that means every single Xbox release that comes out, everybody gonna goes, well, is that going to PlayStation? Is it not? What's the criteria here? And that that's my only thing with them. They they gotta be, they have to knock that out because people will challenge them and say, well, last year you said Starfield was exclusive or two years ago, right? On stage to, to, to Xbox ecosystem. What happened now? You see? So they, they, that's the thing. Two years of business. It seems like they little fife them sometimes and their messaging. Yeah is a little you know trouble well, sometimes they do uh playstation does that too they announce games are exclusive to playstation oh, yeah. and then they put them on pc and they they market them as exclusive and i i don't think there's anything wrong with that frankly because it is certainly true that at launch at the time you're putting out those marketing yeah. materials it is exclusive and then you change right. your mind i think them setting the precedent that like hey games are always or in on a case-to-case -case basis going to come to playstation but they're always going to be on xbox first and that's how we're marketing it i don't think there's anything wrong with that that's just part of the game of like if you're a pc player who likes playstation games you kind of have to hope that eventually some of those right. games are going to come to pc um i don't know that that would accomplish what they're trying to do i suspect it will be more broad i think it'll be yeah. like yeah pretty much like all all of our major future future stuff at least from activision blizzard and right. zenimax are going to be uh yeah. playstation games but uh you know i i don't i don't just, yeah people are freaking out about this i don't think they understand the business part of what they're doing yeah it was just a big topic this week so i didn't oh, mean yeah. to dwell on it too long but it was no, no, you good you good it was, good. It was fun yeah it's one of the things i enjoyed talking about me too i actually loved it it was actually a fun week for me uh also shout out to ign uh did want to shout you guys out working yes. to uh all work together as kind of a collective there. That was cool to see you guys go for that one. So the IGN Creators Union. Um, if you haven't seen it on Twitter yet, they got a petition to work on that one. And I don't think they're that far away from hitting it. So I feel like that was just kind of inevitable at that point. Um, yep. But I mean, from anybody Petition, I've... by the way, is not to make the union. The union already exists. It's just to uh, uh, basically let Ziff Davis, the parent company, know that Mm -hmm. there's uh public support behind them recognizing the union yeah but i mean it's like if you've asked 
you could probably say it just as much as anybody. It's like the hours you put in for a game review, for what you get paid, for the hours that a lot of people pull in that industry. It is a job of passion, typically. Same with game developers the same way, and we've seen way too many layoffs. So anyway, I mean, I think Raven, the QA studio that got kind of ripped apart, and then they worked on kind of forming a union, any of that stuff to protect in such an such a tough industry i'm not saying like any industry right now is not easy but it's like in the game dev industry it's typically anybody will tell you it's like oh you can go work in banking and make go like twice as much i've heard so many devs say that in different podcasts and places you could always go make so much more doing something else but they do it because it's because it's something they love doing and if it helps more people stay in the industry because way too many layoffs last year not enough jobs to fill them you're probably going to lose some people in the industry on any different side of it I mean, you said you got Brad Ellis coming from Easy Allies, but that's one yeah. of how many of those other people. I don't know where they all went kind of thing. So yeah, that's a good point. Um, all of those pieces. Any creator is going to be in a very tough spot and protections for the tough industries are a good thing to look for. So, yeah, it was cool to yes. see. Yeah, I'll do you cool one better see. and just say that if you're, you know, if you are frustrated by the current state of our capitalism, you should be a fan of unions. And even if you're not, and you're like me, and you're somebody who really quite adores capitalism, um, you should recognize that unions are a really important part of that, right? Like, uh, mm -hmm. if you believe in a meritocracy and people getting what they contribute, uh, getting getting paid for what they contribute, then you should believe that um, workers should stand up for their their role in the economy and get fair wages and all that. So, I'm a big fan of uh, of unions and think this is a cool thing that we're doing, and I hope. I hope unions make, they seem to be making a comeback. Unions have been in decline in this country for, for over 30 years, I think. Um, but most of my life, I've seen unions going down, but it yeah. seems like they're going up again, which is cool. And maybe you're a direct result of some of the malarkey that's going on, uh, yeah. RE, uh, income inequality and all that. Mm -hmm. um, so that's cool. Cool. Yeah, man. I like, I like economies. Economies are yeah. cool. Economies are cool. We like that. I like economies. No doubt. What else is going on? I'm trying to think. Uh, I think that's it. Let's get back to playing. Uh, like a dragon. <laughs> yeah, it's like I got a, <laughs> I got, a game. I got a review to write and more and like three more things to play. I have a code for something. Banishers. He's he's writing a review for banishers. banishers. Yeah, ghosts of ghosts New of New Eden. Sorry, the, uh, I'm horrible uh, at accents. So you main go character not, you, Scottish. So yes. I have to. I've, I've been it. trying out my. I've been trying out my Scotsman uh, I accent. It. I like the main. I will say, I was like I, the uh, the main character's voice. Um, it like it just it fits like the like as he's doing the accent and stuff like that. It's like well, as soon as you start going, I'm like, I think that like you. I don't know what accent you pick. Like they could have gone British. They could have gone something else. But for some reason, the Scott kind of works there, and I don't know why because mm -hmm. of where it's based. It's it's based in kind of like, kind of like northern wilderness of the Americas. Austin. However, yeah, yeah, it's like it's sixteen ninety five for stuff going on, which you probably figure out once you jump in. But yeah, it's like it's yeah, we'll talk about that next week. But um, yeah, I got that Witches one. Ghosts. Yeah, Steam. If you got a PC, Steam Next Fest. There's a lot of stuff out there. Yeah, I gotta go. Um, the ones that I would recommend checking out: Pacific mm -hmm. Drive. That is a demo, and I did a preview of that one. Uh, that is the station wagon survival game. That is a demo. Ebontis just Ooh, said. Yeah, it's a demo. That is a demo. Okay. Oh, okay. Wise words. Demo. 
I love how much he's trying not to say things about it. That is I a game. No, I cover the preview. It oh. is a it is the station wagon survival game. It's in the Pacific Northwest. There's this like 300 meter wall. You're walled off. There's these you know, like gravity weird anomalies. It kind of has that half-life is going too far, but it's like it's just weird like that. Mm. It has it's a weird vibe. And the whole survival thing. The thing I will tell you about Pacific Drive is there are settings you can turn on in Pacific Oregon Drive. Oregon Trail is what I'm hearing. No, not quite. Sci-fi Oregon Trail. I don't All think right, there's fine. any dysentery in this one. Mm, um, this for if you want to jump in and not worry quite as much about the survival damage side of your car. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, there are settings you can turn on where you turn off car damage, you turn off player damage. Um, and then just, it, it makes the progression a lot smoother, which is what I did after kind of, I had some kind of wheel spinning frustration when I did my <laughs> early preview. Uh, and I kind of explained that, but there's also those settings. So you can turn off and on a bunch, kind of like, like Prince of Persia had a bunch of settings where you could have very little damage or a whole hell of a hard time. This has a lot of settings too. So if you're curious about it, get the demo and then mess with the settings to see what kind of works for you. You've got that. You've got Ultros is, um, that's why I said that really vibrant Metroidvania. Uh, there's another one called like Indica, which is some weird, I can't, psychological horror thing. Uh, Children of the Sun, somebody said was kind of like um, super hot, but with a sniper rifle and you like control the bullet through time or something. There's some interesting ones out there. That's all I'm saying. Is if you got access to Steam, dig into Check it. It, it is overwhelming, but there's definitely a few people who are doing lists right now if you need some stuff to check into. It's it's cool to see some some games that I think will kind of be those indie gym kind of end of the year announced, you know, like nomination type stuff, like best yeah. indie games of the year. Some of these are going to be in there kind of thing. You that, see some creative stuff yeah, in there. Yeah, there's some stuff in there. Worth checking out. Mm -hmm. No dysentery yet. Thanks, Twitch. Uh, <laughs> that's about all I got, though. I know we all got work to do. Um, just everybody cross your fingers for... For Raya. Yeah, for Raya. Uh, yeah, for sure. Let's have some love. Yep. So blood work tomorrow I'll morning. My paws. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, blood just work tomorrow morning. Death comes for us all. Oh, I know. <laughs> it's just yeah. kind of one of those. It's, yeah. It's what is sudden. I mean, what's something. A little, little is, is early. It's not yeah. like, I mean, granted, I will say, like I mentioned to my wife too, it's like she had, like, her dog growing up. Um, went through a slow decline where things just progressively mm. slowly got worse. And that's also right. hard. Yeah. Cause you so see it. You see it kind of get slower. You see them get yeah. weaker where accidents and stuff start happening. Like that stuff is also hard. So it's kind of, yeah. you know, it's honestly the best thing I can tell you about Ray is she's stubborn as all hell and she's going to pick whenever she's ready. And she's, and that's kind of her thing. Like she's like, Hey, I've had my time here. That's mm. going to be her. So yeah, I like we'll that. see you tomorrow. That's all I got. You guys got any sign-offs or news upcoming? I think we'll be talking about more stuff next week. Um, we still will touch on Destiny, but obviously there's a lot of other stuff going on in Destiny that doesn't have a lot, so we'll be here. We just may not be, be as Destiny-focused. Yeah, we're, yep. we're doing the extended stretch of yeah. where no content is between the final shape. What's final shape supposed to come out again? I June 4th. June June fourth. No, no, when was it originally before the delay? February twenty eighth. Oh, February. Yeah, it was like yeah. yeah, it was it was technically soon because it was. It, That's I, when Joe's yeah. leaving. Like Joe's leaving oh. uh, in February. Oh, yeah, he's he not probably was planning on leaving shape. when the game was. Yeah, he was out. probably doing that. Oh, it was all. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense with the old release date. Okay. Yep. 
Interesting. Yeah, I saw that he was leaving at the end of February. I was like, oh, what? And then I think that's what they said there. Overall, end-to-end playtest will be done, and then it's more polishing mm. at that point. So he's yeah. kind of feature complete, and then he's leaving after for polish. It is still, we'll see. But you know, Tyson Green's going to be there, and we'll get to yeah. whatever's next. But yeah, we got yeah. we got a lot of other stuff to play between now and then. It just all came oh, out yeah. this month. That's all. Insane. Yeah. Uh, go Niners. Go Niners. Big weekend. Bang we'll bang Niners games with our emotions and our feelings. Go for the gold. Rush. Go for the gold, baby. Let's just yeah. let's take this thing home, man. Big challenge, but got a shot. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. You, shot. Mahomes shot. does crazy, yeah, crazy it's stuff. A challenge. And yeah, it's, it's a challenge. no joke. So so does our boy. Yeah. How many yards oh. does he run for? Normally oh, not was... as much as he did. The, that championship yeah. game is the most he's probably ever run oh, for. Yeah, that was crazy, dude. Uh, I love that kid. I love that. I'm pulling it is the ultimate Cinderella story. Like, this is this is dope. Mr. Irrelevant, dude, in the Super yeah. Bowl. Bro. Who's the Dude's underdog? Fan. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. The, the one I was actually going to say, too, is I think, yeah. um, like, all the guys there want it because a lot of them were there four years ago. Mm. I think Trent Williams is one of the older guys. Mm. Oh, geez, and he, yeah. I think he has been, he's, I think he got traded with them a few years ago, but he's just been mm. in the league for so long. So long. And he is a beast. Yeah. Um, so I'm hoping. Did, did you between, see what they caught? I'm sorry. I got it. No. Go ahead. You see when they caught uh, Kittle's comments when he was in the Super Bowl last time? He's like, I'm going to be here. I'm going to be back. Yeah, I saw back. that. He's like, I'm going to be back. Is. Yep. I'm pulling for Kittle. You know. Oh, I know. Man, Kittle, too, when he was on um, just on the sideline, kind of like literally, he's like, hey, I'm going to say, hey, they had us at halftime. And he's saying it to Purdy. Yes. Like that kind of mentality yes. in the moment. I was like, that's, it was, it was good. Like, I mean, you know, Debo and McCaffrey and all those guys, they're just like tough as nails and working their butt off. It was just like somebody, the the bench for the 49ers, I feel like has the right heart going into this one. So yes. yes. I feel like that's a... It feels like a good vibe. I feel yep. like a good vibe. And I, I need one of my do it for the Bay commercials again. Get me hype. Steve Young gets me hype every time. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. We've had like all of them. I haven't seen Rice on an interview. Maybe it just doesn't, but I've seen mm -hmm. Joe Montana on an extended interview. Mm -hmm. I saw Steve Young on interviews. Like yeah, we're getting all the 49er royalty to come through. Yeah. So I'm just like enjoying all the random interviews. My YouTube feed is half 49ers yeah, it's and it's never like that. It's never like that. Yep. It's a whole mess. Of and, uh, San Francisco got a, one of our most beloved baseball players. Uh, Willie Mays got a, a day designated in San Francisco. February sixth. Oh, really? It's wow. It's cool. We're having it. We're having it. It's been a good it's been a good a lot of good community stuff going yes. on and stuff lately. Yeah, you told us a little bit of the vibes around there. If yeah, if they pull it off, I can only imagine the next level oh, you guys will man. get, man. Oh yeah. If we pull it off, like how did how did how does it be? I need like, I need like live I just need cars. you to get video and fireworks and yeah. riots in the streets. I mean we won the the um yeah, well, no, I'm not talking about the Niners. I've never, I've never, I don't recall ever being alive yeah. during that. World Series, was it? Or... Yeah, the World Series, we won three times in six years or something like that, mm. or five years, three times in five years, I think it is. Mm. And uh, every time that happened, the city was, <laughs> it's, it was happened? crazy, dude. It was <laughs> crazy. It's just, it's so funny, like, uh, the, the police in San Francisco are the chillest I've ever seen, like. I saw people, you know, tipping over like the muni train or whatever. And the oh cops are just God. kind of 
the cops are kind of just leaning against the wall in the back and just kind of like parents watching their kids do drugs being like, no, don't go too crazy. Don't get it. Don't get it. <laughs> don't I'd set- rather you do it. I'd, I'd rather you do it in my house. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, don't like set it on fire, things. but you can tip it over. Don't burn <laughs> the house so down. They're so chill. They're so chill. so funny. So hilarious. It's a very funny city to be in. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll definitely send you guys some videos and stuff. Nice. When we win. Speak it into existence, baby. Like Kittle, Kittle said, "Speak it into existence." Yeah. I want, I want to break up Taylor Swift. I want her to have to re-download Hinge <laughs> after this game. That's my goal, dude. That's my goal. What are you guys trying to do? Oh, that's. I don't know if you I can top me? that. Yeah. I, I just want to see the whole team. I want Kyle to win one and one, uh, one Brock. Kyle needs Kyle needs Kyle one because he's he's been yeah. close multiple times. Close. Yeah. McCaffrey uh, deserves. This. Oh, McCaffrey is like MVP. He's the my entire... favorite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He is. Yeah. McCaffrey's a beast. Just an absolute Mac. beast, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can't wait, man. I was like, Can't and wait. and I'm kind of one of those like my my wife's parents live in Kansas City, so it's like you know depending on who's going on with the year, it's like okay, you know, it's like a cool go Chiefs or whatever. If I'm if the 49ers mm-hmm. are nowhere near anything, but I'm like right. they like I got tired of the Patriots dynasty, and I'm, mm-hmm. I I want a non dynasty up there. We need some fresh fresh some in fresh there. Face, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, yep. it's, it's, it's many times to do it. It's now. Yep. Let's do it. All right. Any quick outros? Are you guys good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Travis? Uh, yeah, I, I can't. I mean, my review of Banishers is going live on the 12th. I've got some previews of Same. other games can't talk about. Yeah. Ubuntus's review. Uh, you can watch that on the 12th for comparison just to know, like, all right, yeah. Yeah, Travis Travis's pretty, Travis's pretty good. Travis is good at reviews, and I'm a big amateur Great. over here, so it's fine. Cool uh, look, look how dope! No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, <laughs> well, look how succinct no, I, Travis is, and look how yeah. not. Ibotis oh yeah, yours is. is yours is probably hell long, huh? Yeah, you're uh, getting your you're, you're taking your cues from Skill Up, just doing a. I would like actually. Review. I would like to be between you guys. So mm. I feel like the IGN reviews for ten minutes. I like some that are a little longer. But like, if you get to a forty-five minute review, I don't need the entire backstory of Destiny in, say, like his um, Lightfall review. Like, I don't, I don't need that. I know for the video, it makes kind of a cool theatrical production right. kind of thing, but I don't need that. But like, somewhere between you guys and Skill Up, I think would probably be where my long wordedness, if I can squeeze myself down, would probably land if I can get it reasonable. Um, I'm trying to save, trying to save folks time. I'm trying to trying to make it so that they couldn't have played half the game in the time they watched my review. That's the crazy part of skill up, dude. I've seen like hour long reviews for three hour games. I'm like, yo, guys, mm-hmm. why? Messy. What's wrong with unlocked? Yeah, what happened, Halo? Yeah. What happened? I don't know what happened. Who knows? That's oh, I've seen the episode. I think they talked about. They probably Suicide talked about. Oh, the they, Xbox stuff. Well, they probably talked about the Xbox. Oh, did stuff they talk sure. about the Xbox stuff? I haven't, yeah, I, I think it was. I thought something I saw Rand tweet. Khalif was on there. Somebody else. Oh, it, Rand says him. Uh, no. Uh, well, Khalif actually, and... you should watch Unlocked because I was on an episode recently. Yes. Uh, yeah. So, speaking of IGN, definitely do watch Unlocked. Like and subscribe and say, "Wow, that Travis guy seems really smart and or handsome. You should have him yes. back." Yeah. So that's my. Yeah. He should totally that's be a permanent mind. member of the yes. show. Yeah, absolutely. And then you can sit yeah. next to Stella and also be small and tiny against. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! I'll have you know, compared to her, I am the small one. I know. Wow. Yeah. I haven't even met she's, her, and I know that <laughs> she's pretty ripped. No, like, she's, she's she's short, but she's no, ripped. she's yeah, yeah. I've seen her. Uh, I think it's on yeah. Twitter. She's doing it was deadlifts or squats. I couldn't remember. And I was like, well, yeah, damn. she's she's got she's definitely definitely got some muscles. So yeah, you can. I on the other hand, 
going for that uh cross country you know, runner's just, body, you know. Hey, got exiled. Speed, got exiled body, you know. Going, I want you to see my ribs look like I've been like <laughs> I, stomach like I, like I, I had to walk yeah, I had to walk from here from somewhere that didn't want me. <laughs> That's what I'm going for, dude. <laughs> and, and and on that bombshell, you guys yeah, check out the YouTube channel for reviews and everything else I got mm-hmm. coming up. Uh, a lot of stuff to cover, but I can't tell you what it is for a little bit. So um, thank you guys, gentlemen. It's been fun. I uh, did not expect the argument, but as always entertaining. I wouldn't have it any fun. other way, guys. And to chat, thank you guys for watching. And if you watch this on iTunes or Spotify or anything else, leave the reviews to help promote the show. For this episode number 283, it has been... The Last, the last Word. word.